Welcome to Fables and Fairy Tales, where this week the story is. <laughs> Big Man Drum. This story was written by me, and it's based on a folktale from China. Here to read it to you, it is I, your storyteller, Chip Cahoon. This is part one, the start of the fun. So, with a wink and a grin, let us begin. When his mother died, young Nai Chin had no family left, and he didn't have any money either. Back then, in ancient China, bank accounts hadn't been invented yet, so it was. Difficult to keep money in a safe place. Besides, Nai Chin's family had always been poor. The little money they earned by working for other people would always be spent on food, and they never had much of that either. There was just one gift Nai Chin's mother had given him before she died—a large, sparkling, beautiful jewel on a string necklace that had been passed down their family for generations. It was probably worth a lot of money, and Nai Chin could have sold it to live quite comfortably without needing to work, at least for a year or so. But of course, that jewel was all he had left of his mother, so Nai Chin didn't even think about selling it. Instead, though he was just a boy, Nai Chin set out to find a job that would pay enough to buy the food he needed. He expected to find a paddy field that needed workers to pick the rice, and he did. He expected to get a job on that paddy field, working for the rich man who owned it, and he did. What he didn't expect was to meet the rich man's daughter, but he did, and they quickly made friends. In fact, they made such good friends that they soon wanted to get married. Nai Chin wasn't sure the rich man would let them. The rich man probably didn't want his daughter to marry a poor boy like Nai Chin, but the girl was very keen to spend the rest of her life with Nai Chin, and she begged him to ask her father for permission to marry. So, nervously, Nai Chin went into the rich man's house and knocked on his office door. The rich man's face was covered in deep creases, which came from a lifetime of closely inspecting all the gold he'd been paid for his rice. So when he looked up and saw Nai Chin, it looked like he was sneering. But his face completely changed when Nai Chin asked to marry his daughter. His eyes screwed even tighter, while his mouth rounded and stretched, and he laughed. He laughed and laughed and laughed. Nai Chin shuffled. He didn't think the rich man laughing was a good sign. He began to feel silly and embarrassed, which made him feel hot. He opened his shirt a little to cool down. That was how the rich man saw the jewel around Nai Chin's neck, and when he noticed that, his face completely changed again. Now his eyes widened and his mouth pursed into a small circle. Oh, 
the rich man said. I'll tell you what, boy. You give me that jewel and I'll let you marry my daughter. Naichin looked down at the jewel around his neck. The rich man wanted Naichin's gift, but it was all Naichin had to remember his mother. He wasn't sure if he could give it up. Before Naichin could speak, the rich man's face changed completely yet again. Now his nose was scrunched up in a definite sneer as he said, Well then, that proves it. You don't deserve to marry my daughter. If you really wanted to marry her, you wouldn't take so long to think about it. Clearly you are not good enough for her. Get out of my house. Shocked and saddened, Naichin ran from the room. He ran from the house. He ran from the paddy field, not even stopping to let the rich man's daughter know what was wrong. He ran right into a nearby forest and kept going till he ran out of energy. Then he collapsed at the foot of an orange tree and burst into tears. That wasn't how he wanted his story to go. He really did want to marry the rich man's daughter. He just didn't want to lose his connection to his mum. He loved them both as much as each other, but it seemed like the rich man wanted him to choose one over the other. The thought made Naichin want to squeeze his eyes until they produced a new river. As the sun went down, though, so did Naichin's tears. Not because he was any less sad, but because he was overcome with tiredness. There at the bottom of the orange tree, he lay on his back and fell asleep. He woke as a finger seemed to be poking inside his ear. Confused, Naichin slowly opened his eyes, then quickly closed them again. He was surrounded by gorillas. Naichin wasn't sure, but there had to be at least eight of them. Large, hairy apes about twice the size of a man. And they were gathered around Naichin, prodding his body on all sides. Naichin quickly decided that the best thing to do was nothing. If he moved or made a noise, the apes might get scared. And being bigger than him, they could easily squash him in their panic. So he kept himself as still and quiet as he could which was really hard to do when they poked his armpits and his neck and his kneecaps. Clenching his teeth, though, Nightchin managed it. He managed to keep utterly still as the gorillas inspected him from head to toe. Of course, not being a gorilla, Nightchin couldn't understand what they were saying. So he couldn't tell that the gorillas were saying to each other, What is it? What is it? It looks like a man, but it's not making man noises. And it's not moving. What could it possibly be? Then, Naichin felt a small ape climb onto his belly. This young one gave Naichin a sniff. And then, thump, it whacked Naichin in the chest. Naichin was desperately trying to stay still and quiet. But when that small but strong fist pounded his chest, he couldn't stop himself from going, Oof! 
Nai Chin heard all the gorillas gasp, and if he could have understood them, he would have heard the young ones say, I know what it is. It's a drum. It's a big, man-shaped drum. <laughs> that was part one of Big Man Drum. To find out whether Nai Chin survives his encounter with those gorillas, make sure you're subscribed to this podcast for tomorrow's episode. And if you're enjoying the story so far, please could you do a little thing for me? All I'd like you to do is talk to a friend about this podcast so you can share Nai Chin's story with them. And if that friend has never heard of our podcast before, even better, tell them to search for fables and fairy tales in any podcast player. Right now, though, it only remains for me to say cheerio, and I hope to hear your story soon. So, cheerio, and I hope to hear your story soon.